Hey everyone, I'm Robert Silver and I'm asking the question, am I crazy? By tackling the most sensitive social, cultural, and political topics of the day. So it's Father's Day and I want to give a big shout out to all the fathers out there. Young, old, tall, short, and every single color, every single culture. A big shout out to all the dads who give a damn, who try their best, who does not always hit the bullseye who has faults who is not perfect but at least tries their damnedest that's what this episode's about it's about all those kinds of dads and i want to talk about the roles of fathers the images of fathers and what can we do better to help support our men so um i have a few notes here that i've kind of researched to kind of put my thoughts together and um, quite honestly, there's just, I, I, as soon as I started doing these notes and started doing some research and reading blogs and everything, I mean, there was just endless amount of very in-depth research, but also just so much information in general, really. And being that this hits close to home for me, that um, I kind of got consumed. So I want to keep it simple and just talk more off the cuff. Uh, for many of you that don't know, my daughter was born when I was 21, and so I was a very young dad. From about 12 years old or so to 18, I grew up with just my father and my twin brother. So therefore, my dad was, well, obviously, he was very much in our lives, and my mother was already living in California. And so I had him as a, as a role model in terms of how to take care of bills. He told us a lot of things about like take care of responsibilities, your chores, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He wasn't the most emotional, but definitely when it came to pulling up uh, your bootstraps and getting things done, um, he definitely was there in terms of you know how to how to you know uh, hold your own and take care of your responsibilities. So I appreciate that. But there was also a lot of things that him being by himself and having to raise two. Uh, a twin you know twin boys definitely he lacked and in certain areas as well and uh so with that said i think um i at least had that to look toward when jasmine was coming into this world and uh i can say okay i have some sort of realistic idea on uh, what things i need to do and how do i prioritize my life at 21 where i'm supposed to be you know going to college having fun and living stupidly or whatever just you know um with less you know more carefree if you will less responsibilities now i have a daughter to raise and being that i've never had a sister and my mom was in california by the time i was 12 or so um i never really had any feminine um inf deep influences in my life aside from my grandmother no sisters no cousins no you know my mom wasn't there so i never really understood the dynamic on how to treat women how to raise women what it took to be a woman like i didn't know really much of anything except you know what tv really gave me and a lot of my relationships as a teenager wasn't really like 
in depth to um like exposing me to the women experience so i really didn't understand like the dynamic a whole lot at least i recognize that now um at the time of course i felt like i knew what women you know what women want but i you know as a teenager but nonetheless but here i am i'm 21 and i have a daughter and i'm like oh crap um at first i was like oh please let it be a boy because i at least know what guys want at least i thought i did and then now here i am with a a girl and i gotta figure out how that whole thing works um so i literally prayed and said okay you know please just make sure (laughs) i I don't know i i don't mess up too bad (laughs) and then thus turn around and mess her up even more so with that said i just um prayed on it and obviously through huge amount of family support jasmine turned out much better than i ever anticipated couldn't be more proud to be not only a father i really do enjoy fatherhood but also um the woman that she's she's turned into you know i can definitely see some traits of me but she definitely left out a lot of negative traits that i'm glad she didn't take along for me as well i really want to start with this question what's the role of a father you know i started thinking that that was like the first thing i started thinking about this morning was what is the role of a father um i started thinking of things like oh protector or provider and you know um supporter and um these kind of male stereotypes of men in general, you know, and I started thinking, is that, was that the media's influence as far as my definition was concerned? And, or was it based off of my personal experience and seeing other fathers doing whatever they do? And I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I do notice I do have a tendency to want to protect or, you know, obviously my daughter, but also certain other women in my life that I consider close. I do notice that. Um, but, you know, that I think that's a pretty deep question. Like, what is the role of a father uh, nowadays, especially 2019? That is not so easily defined. You know, like, what is the role of a dad? Um you know, women earn just as much and if not, can be earning more in households. So I think what we mean by provider has also changed too. like the definition of providing. It's not just bringing in a fat paycheck anymore. That's not just, a, oh, he just provides and puts meal on the table. Then he's just then he clicks and turns off until, you know, the next paycheck, you know, and his role is done. Um So it got me thinking as well, like with my experience, I said, okay, you know, I may not be the most wealthiest dad around, that's for sure. But I think I provide in other ways which help to shape, influence and show love and appreciation to my daughter. um, Nonetheless, regardless of financial economic status. Then um, I also I think recently it's like. I've noticing young men um, of all different ethnicities and whatnot, but a few in particular that are now in the position that I am. They're young fathers. While my daughter's already, you know, graduating high school and off to college, um, they are just beginning their journey. And they're like, you know, they look at me, even though I'm just 39, they look at me like, hey, what is it like? What do I do? What is this? What is that? Um, 
and I think one of the one of the major things for me was just like common denominators in my role was be con- be consistently present in your child's life. Show up, be present, not on the phone, you know. And I think that is one powerful role. A lot of times, you know, it's not taking it's not putting more responsibility on the mother, but father just being there by default, you come up with ways in which you contribute to the well-being of your child, you know? Um I can't really say it's, oh, be present in X, Y, and Z with this kind of advice. Just by default, by being present, you will automatically start contributing in many ways in which you will look back and be like, I can't believe that really occurred in which you, you know, influenced your child's life. Now that my daughter is 18, I really thought about ways in which my role and her shaping to the woman that she's become. And I said, wow, you know, I, I, I guess, yeah, you know, perhaps I could have done better here, but I could definitely see why she leans on me in this area. It's because I've been consistently there for her, providing for her and providing not meaning just financially. I think uh, part of media's uh, downfall is the fact that or, you know, negative aspects of the portrayal of men is that we have to always have this unlimited tapped resource of income, the economic status of men and being compared to other men who may have more money than you helps to like add stress and pressure in all sorts of ways. I mean, I'm living that dream now. And then all of a sudden tying our success as a father, as a man, um, as a partner is tied to your financial well-being. And that's oh, that's like that's like such a small piece of the pie in which um, is put on your tombstone as being a uh, a, a great father, a, a, a great brother, a great son, uh, a great lover or whatever it may be. And it, it almost like dismisses all the other ways in which you could contribute to an awesome relationship. And in today's case, your, your, your children. A lot of times children don't. Yeah, they may ask for things, but ultimately they don't want money for the most part. They don't want um, uh, money over your time, you know. And that's what I mean by being present. I don't mean by just be sitting in the same room together. I mean, actually, um, um, you know, digging deep in dialogue about their day, whether you care about it or not. Just act like it. You know, that that lets them know that you're at least attempting. Um, I don't have long winded conversations a whole lot, but I do have many conversations with my daughter about whatever it may be five minutes, 10 minutes. I'm sure you'll find your way, but these are just ways in which I've been able to um, be consistent with my presence, you know? Um, So again, that goes back to like your role. My role in my daughter's life is gonna be completely different in way in which I manifest that than you. But I think as a father, it's really important to really think about like, what is my role? Seriously, what has been? What is it? You know, what are ways? And not only that, hopefully, if you see somebody else, you could help them answer that question for themselves. Again, I didn't find that out really till maybe a couple years ago, I started really thinking about like, 
what kind of role have I played positively or negatively in my daughter's life? But that was obviously after 16 years of being on this planet. You know, uh, the first 10, I'm trying to figure out how not to sink (laughs) and get drowned by the pressure of being a father. Um, I didn't get to live my 20s like I see many people on Instagram and Facebook and wherever living their life as 20s. I had to grow up pretty fast. But I think, again, going back to my father, he was the, uh, a, a, a very um, influential role model for me to see, like, how does a man take care of this sort of pressure? He just buckled down and worked and did what he had to do. So I at least had that to work off of and the rest, um, my mother and family. In many ways, I think that the images of men or fathers in general are under attack. I mean, I literally sat down for a moment and started to think to myself, where are the positive portrayals of men today? And I started thinking of shows like um, Family Guy, Married with Children, um, Modern Family. And these are just a few examples where in which men are portrayed as bumbling idiots, unintelligent, doesn't seem to be able to tie their own shoes without their wife's help. And again, this is not to like downplay the um, role of mothers, but I'm just saying, you know, fathers seem to get a uh, an unfair rap when it comes to their involvement in the contribution of raising their children. Now, um, rarely are they ever seen as nurturers or emotionally uh, connected with not only themselves, but with their children. Um, I'm not sure where all this comes from, but it seems like as if 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 it's like a single mother, she can do it all. She can play the dad role. She can play the mom role. She can play every role. There is a teacher, a guidance counselor, a minister, and whatever else when it comes to the, uh, to the um, raising of their child. But then when it comes to a man, it definitely doesn't even seem like he could do anything but earn some money and bring it home to the family. And that's his contribution. That's it. It stops right there. Or be a uh, a comedic relief in a TV show. So I found this awesome study on fatherhood.com, which gives a pretty interesting explanation here. Sadly, parents and professionals are often not aware of this evidence, so their views aren't informed and shaped by Uh, education. If mass media is getting fatherhood wrong, what about parents and professionals who've had negative experience with their fathers, husbands, and partners of their own children? When professionals hold a negative view of fathers, they are reluctant to engage fathers and may unwittingly support negative uh, maternal views of fathers by not encouraging the mothers to involve fathers. Professionals also reinforce fathers' negative view of themselves by not proactively engaging fathers to show them that they can be good parents. I mean, most of the time when a teacher uh, thinks of parenting and who they're going to contact first, they generally, re- I, I would say, you know, from my experience, they mentioned mothers, not knowing that even myself was raised by my single father. So, I mean, I've had that experience as well. Um, 
But I mean, I really do notice that when it comes to movies and everything else, it's always that intelligence, um, the wit, um, even in some ways, the masculinity um, in the family is all just given to the mother as if the father just has is just a sperm donor and a financial provider. And I think that's so unfair especially when most households in america have at least one maybe two or three televisions in their house so they're being bombarded with this mass media campaign of the image of fatherhood and what it must be and and what kind of experience it must be like so if you're a teenager raised in that kind of environment with those impressions then um it's no wonder that just from jump they don't expect much from a man um when it comes to helping shape and raise their child um it's as if they've already become an expert at at the expectations of what fatherhood is before they even become a father i mean a mother of a child when dealing with their father Hell, I think this even is even worse for the men, too, because now they really don't know where to go. Some, If their father is not even involved themselves, it's not like they could turn on a TV and be educated. Um, and if the women already come in with particular stereotypes um, about their expectations of the male's um, role in parenting a child, then they can't go to a partner or at least they think it's harder to because they may feel like they'll be misunderstood or uh, not get any emotional support, then um, then it's that much harder. I know f- for me, at least I had certain role models. Uh, not everybody has that, um, um, that um, privilege. So, I mean... Man, that's deep. So this is what the beginning of my Father's Day was like today. It's kind of crazy. I didn't expect to make this podcast today, but definitely um, I've just been thinking a lot. I think my daughter getting older, Just I just think even deeper because you see so much growth in your children. You're just, I don't know, I just start thinking about like what was my role in all this awesomeness that I'm seeing happen before me. And then what were the things, I think me having role models and being around other men has helped me to dodge so many bullets where in which a single uh, Af- mixed African-American male having a child at such a young age at 21, you, I don't, you don't need to be a rocket scientist as to what stereotypically or statistically or, um, um, you know, what the media would say on the possible outcomes of my performance as a father would be. I'd like to say I dodged all those stereotypes. I definitely wasn't perfect along the way, but I definitely feel like when I read this study on fatherhood.com, it is so true. And that goes back to my first theory about being present. Just being involved means so much in a child, whether they liked it or not. Um, A lot of times you won't see, uh, well, I'll just speak on my experience. A lot of times, like I didn't understand the fruits of my labor in terms of the development of my child until years and years after where I'm like, right on, you start seeing it. And I guess that's the always way. To, uh, that's the way it always will be when it comes to being a parent. But I know consistently the one common denominator was my involvement, showing up for the field trips, 
taking a day off. It's okay because this is an investment in your child's well-being. And um, taking a day off of work to go to class trips, showing up, uh, you know, reading a book, being goofy, watch something they actually want to watch, whether you like to or not. Um, ask about the music they like, you know, just to, just being present. That goes back to my thing, just be present. Sexual stereotyping begins early in a men's life. Boys learn what it means to be a man from a family and peers. These ideas about approved behaviors and modes of thought are focused and supported by media images. A few adjectives that, you know, I can definitely see that are um, stereotypes or at least believe perceptions of what it is to be a man are like bravery adventurous um being able to think logically and rationally being strong and effective are just a few examples of manly traits that are usually encouraged so also are the ability to think independently and to take initiative media definitely supports that all the way while young women on the other hand are urged to pursue beauty and sex appeal and nurturers and so forth and so on. So this starts at the beginning, the stereotypes of what we think of when it comes to being a man and thus a father. I could almost see why, you know, many people are lost at first at what it is. I mean, if you're always told to be a nurturer, to take care of people and everything else, I think when it comes to uh, the raising of a child, how natural it may seem to appear for women and how disconnected it can be for a guy, right? I mean, let's just be honest. You know, guys don't tend to hug each other. Uh, I think that, that they should, quite honestly. You know, bro time is super important, I think. Um, that just includes guys doing what guys do, whatever stupid shit that happens to be, as long as it's legal. Um, but it is important, I think, just psychologically and spiritually, guys, to connect with guys. Just as much, I think, as it is important for girls to have a girls' night out, to do whatever girls do and talk about what girls do. I don't know. Okay, so we have bad images. We have um, negative stereotypes. Um... We have biases or like implicit biases on fathers or just the male role in fatherhood or in parenting the children. So what can we done? What can we do to help support men who actually are, are trying to find ways in which to engage in parenting of their children in this thing we call fatherhood? Um... I think women could be definitely supportive in which, um, like, not get, not uh, allowing, or at least women to um, give men room to be more nurturing, or at least trying to figure out what that is. I mean, when a man becomes a father, by that time, we're talking 20, 30 years being ingrained into what our role as a man is and our role in society is, and a lot of it is misconceived. Many times, men are still trying to figure out what their personal role is in life, let alone as a man. So I think women just, women in general, um, understanding and trying to be sympathetic that as much as 
it is hard for women to live in our society, especially, you know, in the Western culture, um, how difficult it is for men to try to be a man per se. It's a very, um, I think there's all sorts of pressures in which men face that women will never face, and that's okay. I mean, men are statistically, you know, suffer cancer more um they uh have a higher suicide rate they um have all sorts of pressures um as i said earlier you know what it is to be a man like if you don't earn enough like that kind of a thing like you're not being able to provide you know that that takes a major toll i bet most folks don't know that men are twice as likely to be a victim of violent crimes while women are significantly more likely to suffer domestic abuse than men that's not to say that men aren't always victimized in their own homes just over 13 percent of men say they've been a victim of domestic abuse at some point in their lives in fact in every three reports of domestic abuse one victim is male now i bet most people don't talk about even the possibility of men being victims of um domestic violence from their partner i could think of many reasons why we don't hear about it first you know um i think many men don't want to admit it um that they have from their female partners perhaps um that it takes demasculinates them to admit such a thing but that is a huge factor i mean think about in every three reports one that's 33 percent. that's a pretty large fat percentage so with that said it's like understanding that you know, I think, again, going back to what I'm saying, women to help understand, uh, trying to at least be empathetic that men go through a particular unique struggle in their own development as a human being as to compared to them. Men don't have it easy, I guess, or at least trying to help understand that men don't have it easy. And just, I don't know, just being empathetic. Uh, I'd love to hear your suggestions. What do you think women can do to help men discover, you know, what is their honest role and uh, not only in life, but just as a father too? Like maybe, maybe they have something to contribute or at least maybe they see something I don't shit what can men do well I can go on about that I think men can do many things to help support other men better um, I mentioned earlier the importance of bro time you know hanging out with the fellas not to do stupid stuff you know but i mean generally getting together and being together is really therapeutic and i know it works for me um i think one thing is to be there for others like a role model i think that is such a great way in which not only can someone else with the experience of being a man can give back but also for young men to have someone to look up to not everybody has a positive father nobody not everybody has an awesome uncle to run to 
but finding that positive role model i think the role model is so important because they've been there and done that they can share that experience and and, and pass it down and i noticed by by default men love to share their knowledge to the next one or next person um it's just just in general just like when i hang out with my guys and or like my you know my boys and everything and, and I'm, I'm we're talking about whatever we're talking about and whoever has more experience about it, they're like yeah so you know you know i've done this and i've done that and just comes out naturally and it just like each one teach one and we all benefit from that person's knowledge i think that could really be helpful for a younger man who might be going through similar struggles and strifes to help dodge some um much needed uh bad missteps that they may go through um what's another way that men can help support men um not tearing each other down and really just i think just being more positive my biggest thing again when it comes to men and men is just being present i i hate to keep going back to that but i think being present is so super important just being involved and realizing you are not perfect that was like one of the best things i've been able to allow myself to be is not perfect you don't have to be a millionaire father to be a good father and being okay with that and being around other men who are okay with that too meaning that they don't define their fatherhood or their manliness uh through income but rather through action so i think those are some great ways um yeah i think those are a couple i'm sure i don't know it all obviously i'm still trying to figure it out myself but again i'd like to hear from you what do you think that some that men can do for men to help better support each other i didn't mean to get too deep and i hope i didn't get too lost in my thoughts regardless i hope you all had an amazing father's day remember uh us dads out there we're not perfect but we are trying our best. And for those who are trying their best, make sure you give them a big hug today, tomorrow, and every other day. Okay, dads need love too. So as I said earlier, I'd love to hear your comments. Please send them to micrazy247 at gmail.com. That's crazy with a K. I want to hear your questions, concerns, and complaints if there is any. And until next time, I'm Robert Silver. And remember, if this episode drove you crazy, it's not personal, it's perspective.